Hello listeners, in my next podcast on fraud awareness, I am briefly going to deal with the cyber frauds and also give some guidance on its protection from the cyber frauds which are most frequent in the present day, which have increased with the development of technology also. So before we go into the details of that, uh, I would like to just uh, uh, again recollect uh, and then uh, explain the definition of fraud. See, fraud has uh, different definitions and uh, uh, different laws. Uh, briefly, uh, see, there is a legal definition which is fraud is the intentional deception or misrepresentation made by a person with the intent to deceive another and gain a dishonest advantage or cause harm. That is a legal definition. Intentional deception or misrepresentation. Okay, with the intent to uh, deceive another and then gain a dishonest advantage. Then criminal law definition. See, fraud is also a criminal offense involving wrongful or deceptive behavior, usually resulting in financial gain for the perpetrator and financial loss for the victim. <coughs> See, uh, these uh, frauds also attract uh, civil uh, uh, civil uh, punishments. So, under civil law definition, fraud is an intentional act to deceive another party, causing them to suffer damages, leading to a civil lawsuit seeking compensation or other remedies. Then there is financial fraud definition. See, fraud is any deceptive or dishonest act committed by an individual or organization or top management in the organization in any sector, in any industry, okay, and includes this financial fraud uh, definition, uh, it includes fraud by dishonest acts committed by individual organizations or managements of the organizations in all sectors. And the, they include bribery, forgery, accounting manipulations, uh, or securities fraud, or money laundering. And all these are come under the broad heading of financial fraud definition committed by individuals or the organizations. Next, there is insurance fraud definition. See, fraud is any false, exaggerated or misleading statement or action made to an insurance company to obtain benefits or compensation to which one is not entitled otherwise. Then there is definition under identity fraud definition. Fraud is the use of another person's personal information such as name, social security number, credit card details, without their consent to commit unlawful acts or gain unauthorized financial benefits. Then there is online fraud definition. Fraud is the use of deceptive practices such as phishing, identity theft, fake online stores with the objective of obtaining sensitive information or financial gain from unsuspecting individuals through the internet. Then there is Medicare, Medicare health care fraud which are most um, most prominent in the, especially in the US. So, fraud under this uh, refers to intentionally submitting false or misleading information to healthcare program such as Medicare or Medicaid for financial gain. And then there is a tax fraud definition. 
Fraud is the intentional act of evading taxes or providing false information to tax authorities to reduce tax liability or unlawfully receive tax refunds which are not due to them. Then there is wire fraud definition which we came which we frequently come across on the day-to-day -day news. Fraud that includes the use of electronic communication such as email, internet or telephone or to fraudulently obtain money or property from others, often involving phishing scams or online identity theft. You see, if you have carefully listened to this one, even though we have defined uh, the fraud under legal definition, under criminal law, civil law, financial fraud definition, insurance fraud definition, identity fraud definition, online fraud definition, Medicare, healthcare fraud definition, tax fraud definition, wire fraud definition. Basically, it is the it is the uh, intention of the scamster or fraudster on one hand with an intention to gain money by by falsely misleading in one way or other the victim who loses money in this process. Only thing is, it is, even though that is a general broad definition, in each individual cases, it is slightly variant, which is in a particular to that particular function, like tax fraud or Medicare or online frauds, identity frauds, etc. Now, having uh, recollected the definition of fraud, let us briefly uh, deal with this uh, uh, defending against cyber frauds, okay, and uh, some uh, guidelines for protection against such cyber frauds. See, as I keep saying, in our rapidly digitalizing world, the convenience of technology comes hand in hand with the increasing threat of cyber frauds. So, this technology development is, is always a uh, two-edged sword, okay, and a boon and a bane. If, uh, in general, it is all used for uh, legal purposes, the scamsters and fraudsters use it for their illegal purposes also because it's also convenient to them and uh, saves time and uh, it is easy to perpetrate frauds with this development of technology. So, cyber frauds encompass a wide array of malicious activities aimed at stealing personal information, financial assets, or even disrupting critical systems. As technology advances, so do the tactics employed by cyber criminals. Always remember, they are also intelligent or more intelligent okay, than us. So, they make it imperative for individuals and organizations alike to stay informed and take proactive and so hence it is imperative for individuals and organizations to stay informed and take proactive measures to protect themselves against these th threats of cyber frauds with the develop with the use of the same technology that we are using okay now let us try to understand cyber frauds again even though i might have mentioned these in my earlier podcast Cyber frauds can manifest in various forms such as phishing attacks, identity theft, online scams, ransomware attacks, and more. So, let's briefly uh, understand uh, into some of these 
common cyber frauds. So, cyber frauds can manifest in various forms and which we shall discuss briefly now. Phishing attacks. Cyber criminals send deceptive emails or messages often impersonating trusted entities to trick recipients into revealing sensitive information or clicking on malicious links. That is called phishing attacks. Then identity theft. Hackers steal personal information such as social security number, other numbers in our in the case of India, or PAN, or PAN numbers, other numbers, driving license numbers, credit card details or login credentials to commit financial fraud or other malicious activities. And then there are online scams. Scammers create fake websites, online marketplaces or social media profiles like on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. to deceive individuals into making payments for goods or services that don't exist at all. Then there is ransomware attack. See, malicious software encrypts a victim's file demanding a ransom for their release. So, these ransomware attacks are perpetrated through uh, bots which get activated by uh, anybody clicking on any link or any message or any WhatsApp message, okay, email message, then the bots are activated and then uh, which, uh, uh, which will uh, uh, make the, the systems unusable and then they demand ransom before releasing again. So this is called ransomware attack. It is a malicious software encrypts victims files or sometimes they simply through bots extract all the data in the systems end. So paying the ransom doesn't guarantee data recovery and may even fund criminal activities. So once if the individual or the organizations allow without adequate security precautions and once there is a ransomware attack, irrespective of paying or not paying or whatever, the data, there is no guarantee that the data released back is not again misused. And so one should be extra careful in the security measures and should approach the professional security people to safeguard their systems. Then there is cyber exhaustion. Criminals threaten to release sensitive information or compromise a victim's online presence unless a ransom is paid. See, nowadays, everything is public because everything is linked, for example, in India to Aadhaar card and in US like social security numbers. So once they are uh, obtained, in the, uh, one can get the whole uh, um, tracking of the person because nowadays other cards are linked if you check in into your hotel other cards are linked to your elections other cards are linked to your electricity meters and so other cards are linked to your bank accounts and so same thing with the social security so once everything is public and so one has to be careful against this cyber exhaustion because the cyber criminals get hold of that and then through that they get hold of all the details or they misrepresent themselves as the owner of that cards, okay, by changing the photos or etc. And then does exert uh, 
uh, exertion starts. Now, uh, after briefly uh, understanding the cyber frauds uh, uh, that occur through phishing attacks, identity theft, online scams, ransomware attacks, cyber exertion. Now, let us briefly discuss about how do we protect ourselves from the cyber frauds. See, safeguarding against cyber frauds requires a combination of awareness, caution, and proactive steps. The problem is, despite the government uh, or the banks or even fraud fighters like as I am uh, broadcasting and podcast, podcasts and on uh, YouTube and uh, LinkedIn and all that one, people read, people forget, people do not pay heed, people do not be cautious. That is the reason. And so safeguarding against cyber frauds requires a combination of awareness, caution and proactive steps. You have to take proactive steps. You have to be careful and then follow the basic guidelines of safeguarding yourself. Because once money is lost, it is lost for good. And so here is a comprehensive uh, guidance to help protect yourself against these cyber frauds. Let me briefly deal with uh, various uh, these guidance measures which uh, basically one should take as an individual or an organization to at least prevent or mitigate these cyber frauds which are the talk of the day. One is, as I already told you, education awareness. Stay informed about the latest cyber threats and tactics used by cyber criminals. For this, you have to see the, you have to Google about frauds and then read the um, news about where frauds are occurred, how they are occurring, how they are caught and what are the precautions taken. There is ample information, okay, and it, uh, where which one should be aware of. And so, ignorance is of no excuse. So, stay informed about the latest cyber threats and tactics used by cyber criminals. Educate yourself and your family members about common phishing techniques and red flags to watch out for. The point is first for you to understand and then once you understand, you should share the same with your family and friends in case of individuals and the various types of uh, cyber frauds, uh, how they are occurring, how they can be prevented, what are the red flags means, what are the alerts to watch for. And in the case of organizations, there should be a constant uh, educative and training programs and about do's and don'ts. So that is regarding education and awareness, which is topmost important to prevent and avoid cyber frauds. Next, of course, follow strong password practices. So nowadays, uh, for uh, the, we use these passwords everywhere, not only email but also in various apps, in banking apps, several apps, everywhere, and uh, in various uh, uh, various websites which we log in, and all these things are protected by passwords. So always use strong, unique passwords for each online account. Enable, always enable two-factor authentication, 2FA, wherever possible to add an extra layer of security okay and also keep 
changing this password um, from time to time and do not make them visible uh, uh, to anyone but you save in a place and in a way that only you can access your last change passwords so use the strong unique passwords for each online account enable two factor authentication wherever possible to add an extra layer of security and also save that password which only you can uh, access in case if you forget as there are multiple passwords for multiple uses that we are using nowadays it is not easy to remember and especially as we keep changing we may also forget then there is email and communication be skeptical of unsolicited emails or messages especially those requesting personal or financial information most important be skeptical of unsolicited emails or messages especially those requesting personal or financial information don't be curious curiosity kills the cat so be aware of this verify the sender's identity before clicking on any links or down especially not uh, downloading any attachments if you get a doubt check with another and then uh, do not and if you are doubtful do not touch the email or the link without any confirmation or delete the email because it is unsolicited next secure browsing see on the time we get up we start browsing either on the uh, mobile phones or ipads or on the laptop or computers everywhere for official or personal uses or whatever or for general information etc so ensure websites use https encrypt encryption especially for transactions involving personal or financial data https means that it is a secured website which you can obtain a secured website through a website provider by paying additional amounts be cautious when entering personal information on public wifi networks i keep repeating again and earlier also i have warned never use public wifi network for any official work or emails etc and uh, or for any financial transactions because they are not secured and there are fraudsters uh, at the nearby waiting for uh, such uh, people who are not cautious or who are ignorant of avoid uh, of not to use wifi networks for financial and other important works okay and so have it is also most important of secure browsing then software and updates keep your operating system antivirus software and applications up to date to protect against known vulnerabilities nowadays from phones to laptops to everywhere uh, everything is on by software and these softwares are also given up to updates with some patches when they find something uh, vulnerable and so it is most important for everyone um, to keep the operating systems uh, uh, not only putting an anti software but also 
keep on updating whenever any alert of update comes then another most important backup your data see banks and all to my knowledge keep all the backup of the data at two different uh, places for the protection against any hacking and other our system values etc so also an individual or organization also should keep uh, operating system uh, should regularly backup the important data to an external source or cloud storage in the event of a ransomware attack one can restore the data without paying the ransom <clears throat> of course it is better to store at two different places okay so backup your data regularly backup your important data to an external source or cloud storage and it is preferable to store important data at more than one place okay then privacy settings review and adjust privacy settings on social media platforms and other online accounts to limit the amount of personal information you share okay always we have the option of who can see us who can see the status who can comment and things like that and so you should always for any app or anything should first go to the privacy settings and set them according to your requirement eliminating unnecessary options then financial transactions always be alert and verify the legitimacy of online sellers before making payments because in the present context of business are doing or even from home most of the things are bought or purchased or sold online payments are made online and so uh, amounts are received on online and so verify the list even though you get alerts even though you get messages from banks etc still verify the legitimacy of online sellers first before you commit yourself because once amount is remitted and if the seller disappears you have no remedy so you do transactions only with reliable legitimate buyers and sellers then regularly review your bank and credit card statements for any unauthorized transactions even though we keep getting messages and all that one that is not the final thing the obligatory for each person to verify the bank statements each a month to send the credit card statements to make sure that all the transactions are legitimately done by him think before you click of course this applies in all the emails and other things so think before you click okay hover over uh, okay over links to preview the url before clicking hover over links to preview the url before clicking and in fact avoid clicking any unsolicited links etc okay and so in conclusion uh, regarding this uh, uh, definition of fraud and the various cyber uh, frauds and uh, various guidelines to avoid or prevent these uh, cyber frauds okay it uh, we may conclude that as our lives are become increasingly intertwined with the digital realm we are now living in a digital world 
the importance of protecting ourselves from cyber frauds cannot be overstated please remember as our lives become increasingly intertwined with the digital realm the importance of protecting ourselves from cyber frauds cannot be overstated by staying informed employing strong security measures and practices and exercising basic precautions and all online transactions and interactions one can significantly reduce the risk of falling victim to these malicious activities that is the cyber crime online remember cyber security is a shared responsibility that requires vigilance and proactive measures from each individual from each organization and governments alike you see once you are not uh, careful and lose money then there is nothing much you can do as the saying goes there is no point in crying over spilled milk so be aware of frauds be aware of the precautions and always be aware of these transactions and save yourself from these cyber frauds wish you a good day until my next podcast